The Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast presents The Side Huddle with Jay and Captain Keith. Enjoy. So another thing we're, um, that came up was uh, the whole casting for Spider-Man 3, which I thought was very interesting. So what, what did you think of, of that lineup of all the different actors and all the... All oh, the exciting. To get the original Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, I think that's awesome. Um, we're going to get Electro, Jamie Foxx. We're going to get uh, MJ. We're going to get Gwen Stacy, I think, too. Uh, yeah. My only concern is, you know, DC, don't let Marvel... You know, show you up with their multi-press before you put yours out. Here we go again. You know, Kevin Feige, he's competitive. Yes, he is. It's obvious. He's competitive and he's successful. He has a you vision, know, a clear vision. Yes, yes. You know, so learn from that. Learn from that. But you see, once this, like I said, once Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out and it does well, like I'm, like I'm, I'm 98% positive that it will do well. Um, you'll be tapping on his shoulder to finish his vision. You know, judge him once it's all done. But I mean, you can look at the Easter eggs, you can look at what he's already done and see, like I said, you know, you and I have spoken about Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I know we, we see it differently. But like I tell, but, but, but I'll go back to what I said though too though, is that I do believe that he was setting up for how Superman's gonna be that we know later. That that's just the early part. And I, and I believe that the part where he kills Zod, you know, I think that is the precedent for why he doesn't kill, and you know, in the comic books now. So I think he was leading to that. I don't know, Mr. Snyder. I pray I get to meet him one day and ask him. But that's 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 the feeling I get from what he was about to do next, and it just got stuck. It, it got stopped, cut short. And DC doesn't need to be Marvel. Be DC. That's where you win. But yeah, Marvel, Kevin Feige's about to smack that ass. <laughs> right. Right. With Spider-Man 3. Yeah. He's yeah, he's about to he's about to get you guys. Because that's gonna be really cool. I, I can't wait to see that Spider-Verse. I mean, yeah. I mean, excuse me, that multiverse. Yeah. I can't wait to see Andrew, Toby, and uh what's his name? Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom, Tom, yeah. All three of them on the screen together, man, it's gonna be powerful. And they're all diff- they're all distinctly different. Yeah. But I do feel like Toby and Andrew, um, I, I feel like Tom Holland is a combination of them too. Mm. I, I feel like uh, Tom Holland's character, uh, his portrayal of Peter Parker as Spider-Man, is the evolution of them too, because Toby was, Honest, he was the, the Boy Scout Peter Parker. I never really thought he was that, and he, he wasn't that genius to me that Peter Parker is. Andrew Garfield was a smart ass genius to me. He wasn't really the Boy Scout, but he was the wise cracking genius. Now, Tom Holland is not doing the wise cracking, but I see the genius in him, and I see the Boy Scout in him. I see, I feel like he's taken from Toby and from Andrew. And it's done a good job, and I, and I and I and I do feel like that the more he does, the more overall Spider-Man, the overall he will be. He will be 
the summation of those cards. I don't know. I see it, and I think that's going to be cool for them to do it. Now, them pulling it off, that's going to be another thing. I'm hoping so, because those movies have been really good, and I've really been enjoying them. But to see all those those characters, man, that just got made my stomach kind of drop because I'm like, that that's been the that's been the problem with a lot of movies where they stuff it with so many characters and so many things, and you only got two hours to resolve it. It's like either you're not gonna get enough of what you love, or it's gonna be too much of a thing where you don't know what to do with folks. So it's that's 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 gonna be a lot. So if they pull that off, that's going to be brilliant. But that's going to be a hard dance to do. But that is a lot of characters. A lot of good guys, a lot of bad guys, a lot of crossing universe stuff. That's going to be, that's going to be a tightrope. But yeah, because that, that was the problem with um, the third Spider-Man with um, Tobey Maguire. And that was just three. That was a hot mess. What was that? So... And that's a good director. So that's a good director that did these clap. I still think Spider-Man 2 is one of my favorite. I think that's like, that's like my, with Doc Ock, that was brilliant. That's the, man. So the guy who made the first Spider-Man made the second Spider-Man is one of my favorite superhero movies. For him to get thrown off on the third one because he had three characters that he had to juggle. This thing look like a football team that's gonna be on on the Spider-Man three on this roster. So, I, even even with even with the Michael Keaton Batman, when they had the second one, when they had like Batman and they had Catwoman, then they had uh, the Penguin, and they had Matt Shrek and all that kind of stuff. That was crazy. It was too much. So so if people can't juggle three, what are you gonna do with twelve? So I. I, I I don't know, man. Like I said, if, if they could pull this off, it'll be brilliant. But I, I've seen this, I've seen this, this lineup before, and it, it hasn't ended very well. I, I will say this because um, you were reading my mind. There is danger, and you're right. There is danger of Spider-Man Three repeating the original Spider-Man Three. Um, <laughs> I was so angry with Sam Raimi with Spider-Man Three, um, but now you know it may come. It, it may be coming to light that he may have been forced to do it that way. I don't, because yeah. the first two were, huh? Yeah, they were pressing the, the character Venom, and he didn't really want to do the Venom character because he wanted to stick to the classics, which he should he should have done. I, I don't blame him. But Sandman never should have been there either. Making him kill Uncle Ben? What are you doing? I didn't like that. Like, that was horrible. I like Spider-Man Three like is one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. And I was very angry with Sam Raimi about that. I was very angry with him. But now I'm thinking, you know, he, he, he definitely got pressured. You know, this was because he was about to have a perfect trifecta because the first two were great. Yes, they were. They were I mean, as good as the first one was, that second one was brilliant. Like you could, yes. you, would, you would have never thought it would have been that good. The train yeah. scene, the train fight. When they when when they saw that he was a kid and his face came off, the mask, and yes. they're taking care of him. He's just a yes. kid doing yeah. all this. Yeah. I mean, it was it was brilliant. It was it was amazing. And it's him and MJ I, in the restaurant and Doc Ock through that yes. car through the window. Man, <laughs> I don't know how long it took them to do that scene. How many takes? I, I, it was brilliant. It was wow. So 
Sam Raimi is dope, and by the way, he's from Detroit. Just saying, shout out. Okay, credit, give him credit. <laughs> yeah, so Amen. Evil Dead all day long. Respect. respect. You and Bruce Campbell, respect. respect. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm with. I, I have to believe now. Like, yeah, you know what? I used to think Mr. Raimi owed me an apology for Spider Man Three. <laughs> you know, I know, but you know, you I, I, owe you, <laughs> I think I owe you an apology because you were definitely forced. I'm sorry that you went through that because I'm sorry that they did that to you. So, so you're right, Jay. There is a danger in Spider-Man Three being like the original Spider-Man Three. However, on the other side, if they do it like Miles Morales Spider into the Spider Verse, mm -hmm. if they do it that style, then it will be flawless. So they have two directions they can go. They can go the old school. Spider-Man 3 where we like no 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 on some in vogue stuff <laughs> right. or, or or some or some uh, Destiny Child no 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 uh, right. but you know or they could go with Miles Morales Miles Morales against the Spider-Verse where that was it was flawless it was it was perfect that was rare <laughs> so rare that I don't know if it could be done again like that but that was rare but it was a perfect storm yes. it was it was it was beautiful. It was. That shouldn't I have saw worked. it like two or three times. Right. That and shouldn't have worked. Did. It shouldn't have worked, but it did. It did. It, 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 you know, it's. <laughs> yeah. You know, that one Marvel animated movie is probably good to maybe two or three DC ones because DC has better animated movies than Marvel, but yes. that one's the contender. Yeah. That one, you know, DC needs to get a little bit, you know, nervous because <laughs> that was it, dope. You got the belt. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That Marvel yeah. took the belt on that one. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they did. It was it's a TKO on that one. They, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so 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 we'll we'll see. But I, I do like the I do like the Kevin Feige is going to go into the multiverse, and I do like the the, the respect to Andrew and Toby because you can't get to Tom Holland without getting to Toby McGuire. You know, Toby did his thing. I think he, you know I didn't realize how short he was, but he was a great Peter Parker for the time. And I felt like, and you would remind me because Wesley Snipes and Blade, the first Marvel movie, New Line Cinema, mm -hmm. was the the jump off. And then, you know, Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, was the iconic Marvel movie that just yeah. put them on that foundation. Yeah. I mean, you know, if people don't understand that Spider Man is to Marvel, was Superman is to DC. Yeah. You did after you watched that first film. Right. That was a big deal because we have been waiting for that movie for decades. Yeah, yeah. So once again, respect to Sam Raimi because that was a him and, and Tobey Maguire. That was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, that put that that put that let you know Marvel's here. We ain't going nowhere. And that, was, <laughs> and, that, and, that and that was equivalent to Donner Donner Superman. That was equivalent yes. to that. Yes. That was that thing was. like oh we could make this work. Like that's yeah. how you do it. That that's that's how yeah. it was in my head. It was one of those yes. kind of moments. Like yes, okay. it was a big moment. Exactly what was in he, my head. He Sam Raimi reminded me why I was Spider Man for Halloween as a little boy. He reminded mm -hmm. me. Like, oh yeah, Spider Man is dope. He mm -hmm. is the one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he is the, he is their icon. You can't you can't say Marvel without saying Spider Man. Yeah. Straight up. You can say Captain America. You you know. You can say X Men, you can say the but no, Spider Man first. Sorry, <laughs> Spider Man, then everybody else. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a bold move to go this direction. So we'll we'll see, but it'd be neat to see um, Jamie Foxx 
reprises role, even though I think it's going to be different, which is going to be cool. And, and also, I'm thinking too, they probably were thinking too, like, man, we got this dude who's an Oscar winner, and we can have him attached to our movie. We could take advantage of having this caliber actor in here, and we could just do it right. Because why would you replace him? It wasn't a great movie, and he wasn't necessarily great in it, but you have somebody that's great that if it was with a different hands or a different eye, it'd be different. Why, who are you gonna get to beat that caliber actor? Let's just see if he wanna come back and try it again in a different way. That's, that's a good idea, that's just smart. You have Jamie Foxx that you can have best of both worlds. You can have a, a great great character that's been thought out right and done correctly and presented correctly and have an Oscar winner behind it. Come on back, man, let's let's redo this. Let, let's, let's one more get it. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh so I know that James Franco is going to be in it too, is what Harry Osborne. I saw that on there. That's interesting. Yes, that's a big. Now, I, 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 was Willem Dafoe in there? I can't remember if Willem Dafoe was in there, but but well, one, not, of the ones, one of the ones that was supposed to come back. Yeah, um, I'm not for sure, but a lot of that stuff might be rumored too, because none of that stuff is really confirmed. Because I know right. he's still trying to work but on the wire stuff. Yeah, but yeah. they have Toby, Andrew, and James Franco, and Kirsten Dunst. Come on, man. It's a wrap. That's gonna be dope. It's gonna be so yeah, that's gonna be exciting. James Franco coming back as is the, the Green Goblin. Yeah, that be, that's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can have some fun with that. Definitely. DC when they pulled that stunt with that Batman v Superman thing, that that got Kevin Feige jumping on that Civil War. You know, which so. worked for him. Although I still have mixed feelings about Civil War. Yeah, I know. I, was never, I know. I was never really happy with that. So we, you and I argued about that. I think. No, we argued about Batman versus Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we did disagree about Civil War. I enjoyed it. I understood. Yeah. A lot of people did. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I'm probably gonna own it because it's the first time you see Black Panther. Yeah. It's the first time you see Spider-Man too. I think actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to. So he still got me. He still got me. <laughs> he, still, he still found a way to get me to buy it. So I'm gonna have to, because I, I gotta see Chadwick, you know, because he was good. That that debut was amazing, and it was great to see Tom Holland. It's Peter Parker. I mean, he's Peter Parker. He's yeah. English in real life, yeah. but I look at him, I see Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he got it. That's definitely that's definitely. Um, his he's Peter. Character. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that Ted movie, and um, like I said, I, I got my fingers crossed for the team who who's responsible for making that happen. But yeah, I, me too. And, and, and I pray, you know, you know, I hope they get a chance to hear this podcast because definitely, you know, think more about Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse. Don't think, well, look at Spider-Man 3 and learn from that. Learn from, like you, like you said, because you can put too much, because in Batman Returns, Matt Shrike and Catwoman were the best villains. Danny DeVito, who should have been perfect as Penguin to me, was garbage. I mean, but I don't blame him. I blame Tim Burton's direction on that. It was just, uh. yeah, yeah. I felt like Christopher Walken was the best bad guy and, and, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, it was just too much going on. It's, it's just too much. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was unnecessary. You didn't have to do all that. Yeah. Because you didn't need it for the first. <laughs> so it's rare when you have more than one villain that it goes well. I agree. Yeah, it's sure. rare. So we'll, we'll see. But like I said, we got our fingers crossed for it. Yeah, definitely. So I, I, but I'm supportive. So I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. So we'll see what they do. Yeah. And so so now we could um another thing that came up that we could discuss is that uh DC they got this uh what's called future state that is like this thing they they're working on which is like alternative uh, versions of of heroes we know already. 
it's not the first time this has happened, but it's happening again. And it also kind of bring up the the whole thing. And me and you discussed this before, and we kind of always kind of go back and forth with it. But the whole thing about this remixing of old characters versus like this, you know, want to just give us this energy of brand new characters. But there's pros and cons to both. You know, you got the thing where it's a it's a character that's been around for a long time and may not be getting a lot of attention. They have nothing else to say with that character, but they want the name recognition. So they gender gender change it or they um, race bend or something like that just to give it race another, bending yeah just to get another look or whatnot yeah because yeah. sometimes they do make up new characters but then they don't get the love either because it's kind of like well nobody's interested in learning learning this new character which if you're going to create a new character introduce that new character with an established character and make that and write that scene where it flows and gels so the problem i have with this well, like, well it's, it's what you just said basically so DC's Green Lanterns, the Green Lantern Corps is different. Because Green Lantern is a unique character. He's a space police person. Right, space cops. And, and, yep. Yeah, space cops. So that, that they can be any, so anyone can be one. That's, that's so that diversity is from the get-go. Mm -hmm. So it's from the start, so it works, but. It's a title. Exactly, so, so you, you, you you expect it because you, when you see the core, you see the diversity across the universe. Mm -hmm. So you're 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 ready for that. But you know, having a black Batman, a black Superman, a black Wonder Woman, I'm... a lot of times it's not going to work. You know, there's going to be the new Batman with Luke Fox. But wasn't Luke Fox already Batwing for Batman Incorporated? Yeah, but I don't know if this is going to be like an alternative Earth or how they're going to spin it. I don't I don't know. Right, right. Um... So. And then there's Nubia from Wonder Woman, but I don't even know if we're getting that in Future State. But we're gonna have a Brazilian Wonder Woman. So and then there's and then the new Aqua person is a lady. Yeah. So it's gonna. Well, they kind of did Aqualad like that because they made Aqualad a, a black dude. He was he was white before. So a lot, yeah. a, lot a lot of stuff. Like I said, they black with blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, I remember that. Right. So, so it's just interesting. Um, like I said, I got mixed feelings about it. I, I think when I was younger and kind of, you know, recognized it for being the, the stunt that it is, at first it was almost kind of like, okay, yeah, my character could be Batman or my character could be Superman. And I guess if I was, when I was younger, I probably would have thought that was impressive. Like, wow, that's pretty cool. But just kind of, you know, growing up and kind of knowing better, it's kind of like, that's kind of lazy. And it's totally kind of, lazy. It's kind, of, it's kind of insulting too, because it's like, yes. I never wanted my Batman to be black. I just wanted a character who was just as cool as Batman. You know what I mean? I never wanted well, exactly. my Batman to be black. I just wanted a superhero that was strong and, and saved the day like Superman did. But I didn't need him to be Superman. I just wanted a character who was just as loved and, and, and well-developed as that. I agree. That's why I love the icon in Rocket. Because yeah. icon is just as cool as Superman. Right, right. Some might even argue he might be cooler. Right. Older, smarter, wiser. <laughs> and, and, and Dwayne McDuffie and, and the team, they went down the line just picking out archetypes like that's Batman, so this is, we're going to do this. This is Iron Man, we're going to do hardware. And they went down the line and gave their versions of it, which is cool. That's how it should be because I, I wouldn't yes. want those characters necessarily to be, you yes. know. And I, like I said, some people are fine with it. Some people love that, you know, 
you know, Rhodey is, is, you know, was Iron Man, you know, so he was Iron Man for a while and stuff like that. And they got the Riri. She's a, you know, Ironheart. She's Iron Man for a minute. Now she's Ironheart. Surface, it's like a surface move. And I understand. I understand through the name recognition, you know. You don't have to go through a whole bunch of stuff because it's shorthand because you know who Iron Man is. So just insert black face or brown face. You know who Batman is. So insert brown face. I understand. But it makes sense. Yeah, but it, it's, it's a mixed bag. You got the name recognition, but then it, it kind of makes the person playing dress up. You know what I mean? It's like you're wearing your father's jacket. Like that doesn't make you your father. That makes you pretending to be your father. You gotta have your own. You gotta have your own suit. You know. Well, the problem too is also when you do this type of race bending. Um, it makes it harder for the original people, heroes of color, to come out and, and, and be successful. It makes it harder to introduce, you know, original heroes of color from independent comic books or just just that that world because, you know, if you're sticking to this formula, that formula is not going to work. It's not. It's going to work 10% of the time. Like Green Lantern Corps is different. People know about how Jordan. They know about John Stewart. John Stewart was his substitute. It just became his own Green Lantern. There's Kyle Rayner, there's Guy Gardner. I mean, I mean Kilowog. I mean, it's just Sinestro. There's just so much. That's 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 unique. Yeah, yeah. But you can't do that with everything else. You know, because like we know about Nubia, but no one really talks about that. Are we gonna get Nubia? Well, She's Wonder Woman's sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. on that new Wonder Woman uh, comic they're doing, they feature Nubia in it. As a matter of fact, they had this, this they she's having her own comic coming out. Um, they were talking about that on DC Fandom. Um, but like I said, it's almost kind of like people know about the characters because people think like cosplaying Nubia forever. But, you know, they was never featured on anything. It, that's, that's the thing. If things are not a priority, then we don't see it. Or it's out there and you just got to really know to look for it. But really, if you, you got to know it exists first to even look for things. It, it's, just, it's just funny how things are just very, um, you could easily get boxed out. Movies could get boxed out. Um, books get boxed out. Music could get boxed out when you don't have the platform other things do. You know, because the things in the big platform is not always the best. It's just the loudest. And and so you know you gotta be in search of things to to, to find things that that are you know that you probably connect better to. So it just puts more work on the on the um, on the person looking for those things, and we're just used to things being presented to us. And we forget to start start digging, you know. I remember when I, when I was younger, I used to always search out for music. I didn't wait for the radio to, to tell me who was going to be good. You know what I did? I went to Rasputin Records and crate digged, you know, from when they opened up to almost nighttime. You know, you take a little break to go get a slice of pizza and you come back and get back to digging and you just kind of see a cover that looks cool. It's cheap. You buy it, you take it home and you see what you find. It might be good, might not be. Um, like I said, you just didn't wait because you went by the, the radio. They'll just give you some stuff that they want you to like versus what you really connect to. So us as people who like this kind of stuff, we got to go and search for it. Like we search for music, like we search for independent films. We got to we gotta do half the work. We got to meet them halfway because they're never going to have, at least at the beginning, they're never going to have the reach of the mainstream stuff, which is pretty much putting it on the platter, you know? Because usually that's going to be fast food and not the not the not the food that's been made with love you know so we gotta we gotta definitely um 
be in search of, the, of things like that because there's plenty of stuff out there but we, we got to do better at putting in the work and, and the extra miles of finding it and then when we do find good stuff like that sharing it and hopefully we'll do stuff like that with the podcast with stuff that we find that we came across and you may not have seen or heard about like hey did you check out this or you heard about that maybe we could do that kind of thing to kind of help help the situation as well get the word out and I agree definitely uh, because you know because you helped me realize too my friend Scott that there's a whole world of independent comics doing stuff like this with people of color superheroes that you just don't that aren't DC and Marvel and I, I look forward to exploring that and talking about that on the show on our podcast um, you know I'm, I'm I'm still reading Winds of Dune right now uh, from Brian Herbert and Kevin J. Anderson it's a Dune prequel when I finish that, you know, I'll, I'll share that with you guys for the podcast, and then I'll start getting into the comic books, the graphic novels that I did buy, and start, you know, working more of that. Um, I want to look into Three Jokers. I want to look in. I want to look into some stuff, other other stuff too that's going on. See what they're able to do with the series, and so so with the DC Future State, some of it does look a little bit interesting. So we'll see, but it's just, yeah, I, I I'm still like you said, mixed feelings up with it because. At the end of the day, it's time for new superheroes. Um, uh, you know, more diversity. I don't need for you to keep on relying on the same old people, just switching out the color. Because when it's here's the thing with the race bending is that when you make a character from white to black or male to female, okay, you have to be careful because sometimes um, there could be different connotations now that you change that character. True. <laughs> so and so, you know, you think that you're doing a progressive, cool thing, but you may have made things worse <laughs> by, by, by just doing it that way. Like I used to, I used to love Riverdale. I stopped watching Riverdale because I just saw all the white supremacist overtones. And and one of the characters on there, she's so fair skinned I didn't even know she was black until she started to complain about her treatment on that show. Oh wow. See, so you see how bad. Wow. So I didn't even know she was black. <laughs> uh, yeah. See what I'm saying? That, but that tells you how, how bad the writing was for her as a character. But then had the nerve to give her give her like colorism issues that didn't really seem like it even applied. Like, well, so she's a love interest. So she's this bisexual, uh, light skinned black girl, who's uh, who's in a lesbian relationship with a girl in high school. And she's a serpent, but that's it. So she slept with um, Jughead, you know, the white dude. And that's another thing. So on Riverdale, they'll have an interracial relationship for like five minutes. And it's always going back to Archie or going back to Veronica. So, you know, like I said, it's just, you know, the, the fetishization, you know, fetishizing, you know, black people on that show. And CW does a lot of stuff like that. They think they're being progressive. But they're not. There's just this racist overtones. Like, you know, I I think about the Vampire Diaries, and I just wasted my life watching that show. I because like it. It, I used to like it too. But when I, the more I think about it, a lot of it was just racist garbage. You mm. know, <laughs> you know, it's just like whenever a black guy showed Bonnie any interest, they always killed him off. Yeah. There's one episode where you see that just brutally. I mean, any black male on that show never survived. That's most guy. shows, though. <laughs> so, so don't don't even put them there, then. Yeah. If you're going to, you know, debase black people on your television show, don't even put them there, then. Right. I'd rather you not have them there at all. 
Right, right, right. Because now you're wasting my time and now you're offending me because we are a culture. Well, so same, same thing you know, with J- Jimmy Olsen and Supergirl's about to get together, and all of a sudden oh, she, no, she, my, my she brother, don't want to she don't want a relationship now. I like after all that time of pining for Jimmy, the whole season one kiss, and then that was it. That was it. Yeah, right. But he was good enough to be with the bad girl Lex Luthor's, you know, sister, and, and then and then they ruined that. But 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 but, but Jimmy's lesbian pretty sister can be with. Supergirl's adopted lesbian sister who they made into a lesbian. That wasn't like <laughs> before. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a trip though. Uh, yeah, so but they're being progressive. Yeah. Cool so no, nah, that's no. No, 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 you're being insulting now. Yeah. The best looking guy in the show has love problems. And then I love I love how the people of color who become superheroes decide to quit doing it or unmask himself, like you said. So Jimmy <laughs> also becomes guardian and then he takes off his mask yeah. to someone he's helping. That's yeah. just stupid, that, horrible that, writing. That, Cisco vibe. Yeah. So wait a minute. This this awesome Latino yeah. uh, guy who's an actor was a great role on this show. Uh, he's awesome on the show. Yeah. Has a cool power. Now all of a sudden he doesn't want to be a superhero anymore. Okay, I've never seen, I've never even read a comic book where a superhero didn't want their powers anymore, with the exception of maybe Bruce Banner. He and always Rogue, goes back and forth. And Rogue, huh? they missed a Rogue in the X Men movie, made her give up her powers because she wanted to be with, with Iceman. She wanted to be able to be close to. to so like, a, a strong, powerful woman has right. to give up her power to be with a man. Yeah, crazy, yeah, because that's progressive. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. So my nieces and your daughter, they'll love that, right? Right. right, right. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, yeah. so these are things. So, these are oh. things that must change. What? But, but speaking of that same kind of mess, it's like it's always kind of like when it's when it's uh, you know like black characters and stuff. It's always like some kind of issues. Like you said, either they're giving up their powers, or they got some other kind of issues, or. Even with Black Lightning, even when he was starting off, his powers would give out on him, and he would just fall. You know, his powers would give out in the middle of a of a, of a battle or something like that. And I'm like, you never hear of anybody else having issues like that. I remember yeah. um, back in the day, the show called uh, Mantis. Mantis. With, yeah. with uh, Carl Lumley. Right. Yeah. You remember when his suit would just kind of give out a power, and he falls in the no. you know falls out in the middle no. of the street, and then no. then, then his white assistants would come scoop him up in a van. You know what I mean? Just like. He can't be as he can't be a superhero on his own terms because his suit kept conking out and he was a paraplegic and couldn't walk without his suit. So his suit was just a running out of energy and then Which was stupid. He had to come it didn't save last. Him. Exactly. Can you imagine Iron Man being stuck in his suit somewhere, he's calling somebody to come pick him up. They would never do that character like that. There was only one white superhero that did that for him. Uh it was um William Cat, the greatest American, American hero. hero. Yeah. <laughs> One, that was just one. Yeah, because that was supposed to be a joke, though. And even with that, you know, because he didn't have the instructions for the suit. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that was a pretty cool show, actually. I used to love that show. I used to love the theme song. But yeah, so, I mean, now, if you're going to bring something back, bring that back. (laughs) To be honest, man, my my heart can't take no no like bumbling um superhero like that was stress even as a kid i remember that stressing me out because he he never said oh I, I that show had me so messed up that even when i would be dreaming 
I'd be dreaming when I was flying as a kid and I couldn't control my flying. I'm sure it's because of that damn show. I'm sure. That's funny. Any other time you got control of your dreams and you Superman or whatever, right. flying right. one fist up. Right. After Greatest American Hero, I can't even fly right in my own dreams. He messed up my dreams. So if you bring that back, the first season, he can't find the book. The second season, he finds the book. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. That would be better. So the first season, he's bumbling. Second season, he's Man. not bumbling. Now, Man. then you can elaborate in that universe. So <laughs> the stuff I want you, the stuff I want you to bring back, you don't. The stuff I don't want you to bring back, you do. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely problematic. But like I said, right before, but like I said before, you know, create the heroes' stories and stuff that we want to see. And definitely, and we'll we'll, definitely. And we'll get her. We'll get our just do one day. But just keep working on. If oh, you're yeah, an artist or a creative person or a writer or something like that. Oh yeah. Create, 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 create the heroes, oh, yeah. the people you want to see, and just keep at it. And you never know when the world gets ready for it, or 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 the opportunity comes, you'll have your stuff together. And all you have to do is say yes. So I agree. No, the world is ready now. They're just waiting on us. thanks for listening if you like what you heard please subscribe and share with others who you think would enjoy us as well till next time peace